from around the world. This is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. What seat do you want? Right here. You sure you don't want to sit by the window? Okay, right here then. When are we going to leave? I thought we were the last ones on. It won't take long. They just have to stow the luggage. I want to go to the dome car. Wait till we get going. Jamie, could you shut off the game until we're out of the station? Fine. There's Mom! I see Mom! She's waving! Dan too! Spiffy. What's taking so long? See, I told you. Bye, Mom. Matt, sit down on the seat. The train is moving. Bye. Sit down. Okay. <laughs> Everyone have enough pillows? Yeah. You're sure? It is a long trip to Montreal, you know. Yeah, I know. Be right back. Why is Dad so upset? I just waved. He doesn't like Dan. Why? I like Dan. It's a grown-up thing. I hate those. Waiting for the bathroom? Uh, no. Just, uh, a couple of pillows. Never have too many of these. Sorry about that. Seats were old in the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. First time on the train? Huh? Oh, no. No, I go every year. It's kind of a ritual since I came over to Canada. I take my daughter every year to Montreal for a week or so, and it's the first time I'm taking my son. Sounds nice. Kind of thing you'd never forget. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir. How many pillows you want? Uh, uh, three. Oh, no, uh, four. Nice break for the wife. 
Pardon? Nice break for the wife. You know, to take both kids. Suppose so. Yeah, I understand. It's just... I don't get a chance to play dad often. It's not often I talk to a conductor handing out pillows. Does that make me sound a little stressed? No, don't worry about it. I'm not really... Hey, have we met before? You look really familiar. I... I get that a lot. One of those faces, I guess. Here we are. Four pillows. Can we go to the dome card now, Dad? Sure. Jamie, can you stay here by the stuff while I... Got it covered, Dad. Thanks. We'll go later, just you and me. That's okay. I'm 13. I can find the dome card on my own. You may be 13, but you're still 13. Don't wander off. Yeah, I'll soldier on. Run out of batteries, miss? What? Your game. They have batteries at the tuck shop, just two cars down. No, I'm good. Your brother seems excited. Yeah, he's gone critical. It's his first time. You're a pro, though. I can tell. Eighth year in a row. Seasoned veteran. Would you like some blankets? Sure. There you go. Will there be anything else? No, thanks. Um, mister? Yes, miss. You're the conductor on the train, right? One of them. Sure. See a lot of families? All kinds. How can I help you? What's the best excuse you've seen a daughter give her dad not to do the same thing eight years in a row? Thanks, Dad. I'd love to go with you. Yeah, I thought so. Have a great trip, miss. Yeah. Tickets, please. Hey, George. I didn't know you were riding today. Hi, Dennis. Yeah, I'm in car number four. How's it going? Ah, you know. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know. I haven't seen you for a while. Took some time. I know what you mean. Excuse us? No problem, sir. May I see your ticket, please? My... Oh! Oh, of course, yes, um... Here it is. We get something to eat, Dad? Yeah, sure, sure, Matt. Uh, let's just get back to our seat. There first. you go, Mr. Gianelli. Thanks. Too bad you couldn't take a sleeper car. It's a long trip to Montreal. I know. They were sold out. No worries. We'll soldier on. Have a pleasant trip. Thanks. Sorry, George. I better get the drinks running. Me too. You know what we say. A customer's always tight. <laughs> At least the good ones are. I better get back to my car, too, before they wonder where I wandered off. Hey, let's grab some tea on break, okay? You got it. Tickets, please. Have your tickets ready. Matt. Matt, wake up. What? Have you seen your sister? She must have gone to the dome car. That was over an hour ago. Did she come back? I don't know. I fell asleep. She should be back now. Maybe she's watching the movie. Yeah, that's probably it. Don't worry, Dad. Just the same. I'm going to go check. I'm sorry to wake you. It's okay, Dad. Can I help you, sir? Yes, I hope so. Have you seen a young girl around the observation deck? really have just started here. I could call up and ask if the last purser saw her, 
How long has she been gone? Uh, she's not really missing. I think she's just out exploring. How many cars are there? There are six coach cars, ten sleepers, and three different domes. In the front, there's the first-class dining and two others, but she's not allowed in those. Are you sure you don't want me to call the purser? No. No, it, it's just, well, she's just turned a teenager. Say no more. I've got a 14-year-old at home. Secretive, moody, zits. We've forgotten it all, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Do you want one of the plates? I've got some leftover trays from dinner. Uh, thanks. We actually uh, fell asleep during the during the dinner hour. Two then? Yeah. Yeah, for my son and I. I'm afraid I don't have a third for your daughter. Thank you, that's okay. Uh, just the two would be fine. Thanks so much. Where's Jamie? She's out exploring, I guess. What's that? Dinner. I brought plastic forks and knives. Mama never let me eat this late. Well, I won't tell her if you don't. Dad? Yes? Where do you think Jamie is? I don't know. Do you think she's... Just eat your dinner, okay, Matt? Dad? Dad! What? What is it, Matthew? I don't want to have a tumour. What? What are you talking about? A tumour. Teacher says potatoes are tumours, and most people think they're vegetables, but they really aren't. And Jeffrey Sinclair's father had a tumour, and he said... No, it's not a tumour, it's a tuber. A what? A tuber. A potato is a tuber, not a tumour. Oh. So don't worry about getting a tumour from eating potatoes. Oh. Okay. Dad? Dad? What is it, Matt? I don't want to eat my potato. It's not gonna... I know. I just don't like potatoes, okay? Yes, fine. It's okay. Just don't eat the damn potato. I'm going back to look for your sister. Will you be okay here? Sure, Dad. Don't go anywhere, okay? Sure. I'll do right here, Dad. Promise. Good boy. Sorry. Sorry about dinner. I'm I'm worried about... I know, Dad. It'll be okay. Be right back. Sleep tight. Excuse me, have you seen my daughter? I'm sorry? Remember me? The, the pillows? Oh, oh, yes, of course. What's wrong? My daughter... My daughter is missing. Missing? Yes. I thought she was gone to the dome car, but she's not there. And I've looked all the way forward, right up to the engine, and I can't find her. Okay, try to relax. Try to relax? I left my son alone most of this trip because I'm trying to find a daughter on a train. It's not like I've lost her in a mall or on a street somewhere. A train! Where could she go? It's not like she could pass by without me knowing. Please, sir. I'll check this way. She might have met someone she knows in one of the front cabins. Go check aft. She might have gone back to the lounge car. We'll find her. We just have to soldier on until we do. Okay. Thanks. Thanks! Don't thank me, sir. It's my job. Matt. Matt! Do you mind? It's two in the morning. Have you seen my little boy? Your what? My boy! My boy! 
I left him right here. Damn it, he wasn't supposed to leave. Did you check the washrooms? No. No, of course not. I, I mean, I'm... Of course I should. Sorry. Sorry to disturb you. What did that man want? Next time we're taking the plane. I don't care how much it costs. There's too many weirdos on the train. Anybody in there? No. You! With the tie, come here! Mr. Gianelli, please, if you would just head back to your seat. The other passengers are complaining. My son and daughter are missing. For how long? My daughter for hours. My son... God, just a few minutes. When did you see them last? Please, we don't have time for this. Did you check the washrooms? Why do you think I'm here? It's empty! Please, Mr. Gianelli. Please keep calm. We'll find them. I'm sure they're just in one of the lounges watching a movie. I can check around myself. The other conductor is already doing that. Can't we, can't we stop the train? We're just past hope. There's no place to stop. If we can't find them shortly, I'll contact the authorities to meet us at the first crossroads we can get near Boston Bar. Why don't you check the bathrooms in the other car? Maybe this one was occupied when your son... Okay. Mr. Gianelli. What is it? You said the other conductor? Yes, he, he went forward to check the sleeping berths. But I'm the only one working coach this trip. But, but, he was in the car behind. He, he... Maybe it was my partner from first class. I'll call ahead. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm going to check the other bathroom. Bill, yes, we still have a couple of missing kids down here. No, no, I don't think there's anything to worry about yet. Have you seen... No? Well, I think we should inform the engine. Yes, I think. No. No. Not yet. Uh, Bill, one other thing. Were you just back here? Oh. checking up front. I took a cursory look around. I couldn't find anything. Was that him? What? Was that the other conductor on the phone? Oh, yes. Yes. He was just telling me about your son. He's not back here. We've got to stop the train. And check every place. There's no place to stop right here. We'll just have to soldier on, Mr. Gianelli. Why do you keep saying that? Isn't that what you always say? I talked to first class. George... What are you doing here? Doing here? He's looking for my children. You're the one who called him. Why are we wasting time? Trying to sleep here. I'm searching for my children. The hell with your sleep. George, how did you... Sorry, Dennis. George, stop! Don't pull the... He used to be a conductor. He's not working this train. I know him. I know him! Wait! Wait! What's the matter, Mr. Gianelli? Frank? Don't like heights? Well, uh, my children. When I was a kid, I loved trestle bridges. I used to walk on them all the time. I don't recommend looking down. I'd say that's more than a hundred feet. 
Where are my children? Dead! Both of them! No! You murdering bastard! You'll just have to soldier on! Stop! Oh. Isn't that what you told me, Frank? Told me to soldier on? I know you... Where are my children? I used to work the trains, Frank. I had a good life, you know. Please just tell me where they are, please. A few debts. Just numbers, really. It's all numbers, you know. You're supposed to be a number, Frank. Coach number six, seat 9D. They assign all the numbers, and we're supposed to treat you accordingly. Oh, don't tell me, God help me, I'll kill you. I don't treat people like numbers, Frank. I never did. We're human beings, Frank. We have lives. I didn't grow up so I could be someone else's number. I... I have a wife and kids. Had. Had a wife and kids. Till you took them away. I don't even know you. Why, why don't you understand? I don't know you. And that's somehow supposed to make it all better, Frank? When you came to take my car and all my furnishings, did you even look at the name on the address? Or is it just a number to you? What? My name, Frank! I'm George Shepard! When I tell you that, does it even matter? You're in the business of repossessing people's lives, Frank. You're the cockroach of our society. You wait until someone is at their weakest point in their life, and you Scuttle in with your trucks and your cockroach employees, and you suck everything from a happy, loving home until it's all marrowless bone. Do you know me now, Frank? Oh, God. Yes! Not even now when it's important! I can tell you still don't recognize my face! That's pathetic, Frank. You're pathetic, not me, not me. You took everything away. I had a problem, a little problem, a paycheck behind, and then you scuttled into my life. So you can imagine when I saw you there, asking for pillows for your family, when Dennis said your name. I remembered you, Frank. How could I forget? You've still got your kids, Frank! Where are mine? I never... Save it! When I begged you in front of my wife and children not to take the furnaces. What did you say? What is it you always say, Frank? Come on, it's your favorite way of looking at yourself in the mirror. After all, you're just a good little soldier following orders. Don't worry, Frank. You'll get over it. You'll learn to live with everything taken from you, like you took from me. 
You'll soldier on, bastard! Are you afraid, Frank? You've lost everything. The fear of death is just not that important, is it? Dennis! Mr. Gianelli, we found them. Your children are fine. Please, don't let them fall. Yes, your boy was in the compartment above you, asleep. Do you hear me? He was asleep. Jamie? Tied him in the baggage car. She's scared, but not hurt. Please, help him. Give me your hand. No. I... You don't get to be a hero, too. George, please, give him your hand. No one was hurt. Don't do this. Dennis. Give me your hand. Give me your... I'm not a number, Frank. No! No! no. Oh, my sweet lord. I couldn't reach him. He wore the white shirt. A striped tie from our uniform. I never thought, I mean... I know we missed the work, but... Ah, George, where are my children? They're with Bill. Thank you. Dad! Dad! Jamie, Matt, come here. I'm sorry, Shh. I didn't know if I... Enough, enough. Just hold me. It's all my fault. It's, It's all my fault. choices, fewer switches. Moving forward can make you a little less human. Easier to take orders like good little soldiers, working by the numbers. Imagine that Frank Gianelli now has an opportunity to change all that. Do you? Are you still there? Or is this a deadline? Coach number six was performed by David Alt, John Bell, Christine Spruin, Rory Ward, Shoelle Strang, Mark Penny, Dan Roy, Annika Borg, Colleen McIsaac, and Dan Bray. Music for the Deadline Anthology is composed and performed by Sharon B. Coach number six was written and directed by Jack J. Ward and produced and edited by John Bell and is an Electric Vicuna production. From all of us at EVP... Good night from Halifax, Nova Scotia. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Hi, I'm Billy. 
and he is Barney. And we're inviting you to Billy and Barney's Booze Hound Bar, arf, arf. where we never treat you, ruff, ruff. and we always raise the roof, roof. And there's always something happening every night, right, Billy? I'm Barney. You said it. Tuesday is ladies' night. All ladies are half price, and we got plenty of ladies in stock for you to choose from. Ask about our over 60 special. Wednesday is drink till you fall down night. The last person standing gets to pay the bar tab. Plus tips. Thursday is topless night, where our one and only waitress, Roxanne, will doff her tea for thee. Then we all gather around to read her tattoos. On the right, honk if you love silicone. And on the left, if you can read this, you're too dang close. Friday is free for all night, where for the first ten minutes, all drinks are free. Every ten minutes after that, we jack up the price two dollars. By 10 p.m., you're paying $34 a glass, but you won't care. So come by Billy and Barney's Booze Hound Bar. Look for the Neon Bassett. I'm Barney. And he's Billy. Saying thanks for getting tanked with us. Brought to you by the Mutual Audio Network. With a name like Mutual, it has to be good.